0: Hello Internet, welcome to Only Lovers Book Club where us three best friends forever get together once a month to read a romance and we talk about it and ask each other questions about it. And this month was my pick. Uh, But a couple of things off the top here. If you like what you see, and trust me, if you're not on YouTube, if you're listening, like if you're listening to the podcast, just pause, go to our YouTube, check out our super cool outfits. So I am wearing like my most basic white shirt, but I also have like a, a cool bulletproof vest because I'm securi- I'm the security of this team, I'm the security of this romance college. Get ready to fall in love with my sexy arms and my sexy buns. Uh, Tosh is wearing. What are you wearing? Tell me what you're wearing.
1: This is is what I would dress up like if I were the main character of this book, living my best witch life. I've got my my sage stick, I've got my crystals, you know, I've got my super shiny seashell on the inside. It's like, look at that, Ooh, shiny that is, right? Yeah. I'm just here to, you know, like manifest some, some sex magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my baby. <laughs> Shiny crystal.
0: Awesome. Whip it up. Well, that. Andrea, what, what is it that you're wearing?
2: I am wearing a rugby uniform that is meant for a 200 some pound man, but I think fits me just great. So <laughs> I don't know what that says about I don't know. Anyway, I am, <laughs> I am wearing rugby shorts and rugby socks, which are my favorite thing because they are over the knee socks and I feel like I don't get to wear over the knee socks mm-hmm. nearly as often as I would like. And a rugby t-shirt. and I also have a rugby duffel bag and a rugby ball because yeah, you're fully you know, decked committed you're ready yeah play. i committed with the accessories and you can't really see most of that on the screen but i took a picture and i am mm-hmm. sure chris will post all of our pictures somewhere so mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, get yeah ready I'm, for that I'm,
2: first
0: I'm, trap that's basically what that is love yes, it
2: yeah i am i am sexy rugby zach You are. yeah
0: and right the significance of us dressing up is get into the spirit because um our main characters danica uh, is a black bisexual college professor uh, witch, modern witch, uh, and then Zaf, the boy love interest, is um, a rugby player slash coach and a security guard where Danica works. So we're all just kind of like cosplaying as like the characters. Um, so if you like what you see or you like what you hear, feel free to leave us a tip on our tip jar. There's a link to our coffee page. Um, If you're in the description box on YouTube, you'll be able to see the links to various things that we want you to read and check out. Andrea's book links, Shai's website, my Instagram, (laughs) and my zine. And you can always sign up for our newsletter or follow Only Lovers Book Club on Instagram. All right, I think that's everything. Um, There are spoilers. We're gonna spoil the book. (laughs) So hopefully you've read it and you're just kind of tagging along for a discussion so i picked take a hint danny brown by talia hibbert this is the book it's so happy and yellow uh and it's part of the brown sisters romance series that she's writing Mm -hmm. uh the first one being get a life chloe brown which i read and i loved and so i knew i you know when this one was coming out i knew that i needed to Read about the next one and the next one that's coming. That's the other sister that I can't remember her name now, but the one uh, that wears to smell underwear. Yeah, Evie. Evie. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: is hers like get? What was hers called? I know. Get I get think a I saw it. Get a clue. Get, get a, a clue.
0: Get a clue.
1: Yeah. Okay. What's up? Who knew? It's me. It's you. Get a clue. Okay.
0: And so generally, <laughs> I laugh, but I just I, yeah, I picked it because I enjoyed Chloe Brown so much. I wanted you guys to read something by the author as well. I think Tashai read um, the Chloe Brown book. Andrea didn't, but she, she has. has read, she has read the, was it a werewolf book by the author? It was a really yes, short meeting the
2: Huntress, it was yeah, so
0: good. Yeah. And so we've all kind of like read a little bit about her, but this is the book that we're reading together. So uh, if you don't know about it, it goes a little bit like this. Danica Brown knows, she knows what she wants professional success, academic renown, and an occasional roll in the hay to relieve all that career-driven tension. But romance, been there, done that. Burn the (laughs) t-shirt. Romantic partners, whatever their gender, are a distraction at best and a drain at worst. So Danny asks the universe for the perfect friend with benefits, someone who knows the score and knows the way around the bedroom. When big, brooding security guard Zafir Ansari rescues Danny from a workplace fire drill gone wrong, it's an obvious sign. Ph.D. student Danny and former rugby player Zaf are destined to sleep together. (laughs)
2: All
0: right, all right. Before she can explain that fact to him, a video of the heroic rescue goes viral. Suddenly, half the internet is shipping hashtag Dr. Rugbay, and Zaff is begging Danny to play along. Turns out his sports charity for kids could really use the publicity, buying to help children? Who on earth would refuse? Danny's plan is simple. Fake a relationship in public, seduce Zaff behind the scenes. The trouble is, grumpy Zaff is secretly a romantic and he's determined to corrupt Danny's stone-cold realism. Before long, he's tackling her fears into the dirt, but the former sports star has issues of his own, and the walls around his heart are as thick as his um, thighs. Or dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Those in the picture. Does he wait, internet? Suddenly, the easy lay Danny dreamed of is more complex than her thesis. Has her wish backfired? Is her focus being tested, or is the universe waiting for her to take a hint?
2: Hey,
0: <laughs> I want to really yeah, and I definitely read that. I think that the back of that book describes the book very thoroughly, and yet there were still a lot of things that I enjoyed. Anyway, okay, <laughs> um,
1: okay, <laughs> so. so two two book first impressions. Okay, um. I liked the book. It was like a good read. I read it pretty pretty quickly. Um, I thought staff was just like so big and smushy and like full of feelings. As soon as they had him liking romance novels, I I was like, okay. All right. I see you. I see what you did there. You take the girl who like doesn't want to fall in love and you put her together with a dude who reads romance novels. I see what's going on um is anyone else hearing an echo is it just me
2: yeah is- i can hear a bit of an echo
1: i do not hear an echo well
0: but that's <laughs> it's okay my audio is the one that matters so don't exactly
1: worry. Cool. <laughs> all right um i liked yeah. danny <laughs> mostly yeah. like i liked her enough i liked reading her perspectives i thought that if there was one weaker character out of the two, I would say it was her, in my opinion, just because I could understand where a lot of Zaf's like character uh, behaviors were coming from, and like his personal trauma and kind of the steps he took to to become the character he is now. When we're reading about him, but with Danny, it just kind of felt like her backstory and the reason behind all of her behavior and stuff was was just like not strong enough for me. Um, especially for someone who's just like so smart and so driven and so confident. Um, It just, it felt like there should have been kind of more to what drove her to decide that she like never wants to fall in love again. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I've certainly experienced my fair share of like men disappointing me
2: and uh, Specifically one. That we hate no, very, very. I know, but, but I'm just saying, I will forever hate the ones the one that I that, know well, about in the
0: Venn diagram of like you know, yeah. all of you know, when we're all three, and then the one that we all kind of coincide with that one,
1: that guy, <laughs> that guy, particularly. <laughs> no, so I've, I've had my fair share of like men disappointing me, and it wasn't so much to kind of like take me out of the game forever or even to have like the attitude that she took on of just kind of like, well, fuck everyone. Like, I think if a man broke my heart to that degree, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to pursue a romantic relationship uh, with not a man and like (laughs) let me just go ahead and get rid of that entire gender. Like, fuck them. I wouldn't necessarily just say I'm never going to fall in love period. So, um, but I like the families a lot. Like, I'm, I'm glad we got to see the sisters again now that, we have like experience from reading um, the Chloe Brown book. Like I had a bigger vibe for what the family's uh, uh, style is, how they talk to each other, what their energies are. And I really liked that Zaf's family had so many women that they were, you know, so vocal and and just talking and energetic and we got to hear from them and got kind of distinct personalities which is really refreshing for getting an introduction into like a man's side of the family like a lot of times i feel like there aren't that many female voices or perspectives and so i thought that was really strong writing um and also just like cultural representation to me was like it was nice to see that and and have it happen so organically to the story like it didn't know. No one was calling attention to the fact that they were highlighting these like culturally specific things. It was just part of the story. It was so nice to to read. Um, but yeah, all in all, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Like I want to read the third one. Um, I definitely thought there was like less sex in this one than I thought there was going to be, just based on how it went down with Chloe Brown. So. Uh, there was kind of like a lot of teasing up to it and it focused a lot more on the relationship, which like I understand, especially because coming from a character whose whole thing is like, I just want to find someone to have sex with. Focusing on that less so, like does make sense based on the story you're trying to tell. Whereas with Chloe Brown, like she very much was not about sex and the book had like a lot more of that and like body exploration and accepting and stuff, which Mm -hmm. makes sense for what her journey was. But Yeah, I've had good feelings about this story.
0: Hell yeah, okay. What about you, Drea? How do you feel? What were your first
2: impressions overall, I guess? (laughs) I liked it, I liked it too. Um, I gave it uh, four stars, I think. And um, this was, I hadn't read the previous book, so I didn't have anything to compare it with in terms of like contemporary romance because the previous romance I had read by the author (laughs) <laughs> you know, involve werewolves and and biting to make you their mate, etc. <laughs> um, so this was kind of a new genre for me with her. Um, but I, I do think it lived up to the expectations. Like, I saw a lot of hype about this book on Instagram, and that sometimes makes me a little nervous because sometimes I'll read a book that everybody loves, and I'm like, okay, I mean, it was all right. (laughs) Um, But that wasn't the case here. I kept hearing that it was very funny and that it was very sexy. And I agreed. And I thought it was very funny and very sexy. Um, As far as the amount of sex, I mean, I don't have, I I don't have Chloe Brown to compare it to. But um, I thought that the sex that there was, was steamy, um and just the right amount. I think if there had been more of it, I might have been a little more like, oh, it's that kind of romance, which you know I'm not, you know, super into. Um, but the liquids were kept to a minimum. So I appreciated that a lot. Um yeah, no, I like the characters. I thought Zaf was um a, a huge sweetheart. Um He's not the kind of like character that I usually go for because if you've been watching us for a while, you know I always want the completely unavailable, shut off, like male robot type characters. <laughs> um, and he's morally very ambiguous,
0: much the op- you know. <laughs> yeah, and he's
2: and he's very much the opposite of that. He's like I'm a nice sweet person and I want a relationship and a happily ever after. And let's talk about our feelings. (laughs) Um, But I still really liked him and I wanted them to get together. And it was kind of a a low stakes romance for me. You know, like I knew there was gonna be a happily ever after. so i didn't really have to like stress too much about it when when reading you know i was like ha, they're fake dating and sure okay they don't like each other but they do like each other you know kind of thing um so it was just you know it was merenguito <laughs> it was a, it was a nice merenguito that was also a little more intellectual than other merenguitos <laughs> that we read so i enjoyed it and um I don't know if I if I will keep reading the books, but that's just because I'm not a huge romance person. But I wouldn't be upset if we read more like with only lovers. Like I was very happy with that. This was Christina's pick. I encourage her to make more picks like this one, and <laughs> and, and not others that she has made, which will not be mentioned here. So um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Four stars. Very happy with it. Shade. <laughs> <Got> fired <laughs> opening
0: old wounds <laughs> um well, it makes me really happy to know that both of you enjoyed the book you know there's always right that the fear the fear oh no I, it isn't good but you know even when it's not that good um we I can find stuff to talk about so uh I just kind of like to go over the things that I really enjoyed i really i really liked it i will say i don't want to off the top i don't want to compare it too much to chloe brown i don't think that like that's fair i think that the book can stand on its own but i will say that i enjoyed chloe's journey a little more um than danny's and that does have something to do with the writing and something that tashai had mentioned originally about like okay how well do i know her um but we'll talk about it um, I love Talia Hibbert's writing. I think it's super funny. I just think this book is hilarious. I thought the other book was funny too, but this book made me like, la <laughs> Um, And I had a lot of scenes where I felt um, very seen. And like, for example, when um, Zaf is listening to the romance scene and, and or the really sexy scene and the romance audio book that he's listening to, First of all, I can't do, I cringe so hard just list, like, listening to a sex scene. Um, I could never, it's the one genre that I will not listen to the audiobook for because I cannot, <laughs> um, but overall I really enjoyed it. It um, it was a fast read. It brightened up my slow hours at work. Yes, I took it to work because at work I'll try to just take really light fare. And um, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm just glad we liked it. Um, so let's let's get down to it. I got some questions here. There's a few. I don't care. Um, let's get down to it. So my first question is also because Tashai is kind of like representing Danny as the modern witch, and Dre had asked me this a little while ago when I when I saw her. Uh, do you think <laughs> that the statue worked? Did the statue send her Zaf? And then I guess overall the question would be: So, what did you think of her of Danny's practice of modern, uh, modern witchcraft as a way to get closer to her Nana? Uh,
1: I'll go first. <laughs> we could just so, do it like
0: that. we we could just bounce that way. So,
1: Chin. Um. So I, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say. That she got what she wanted because what she wanted was just like a fuck buddy. Like she didn't want anything romantic, right? She just wanted someone she could hook up with. I think, as what as with other things like horoscopes and other other things that are of the like mystical nature, um, as sh- as soon as she like said what she wanted then she like gave herself permission to start recognizing signs or start recognizing the things that she was trying to find, right? So if I'm working on something specific and I discover something for the first time that I've never heard before, bet that in the next like week, I'm gonna hear that thing everywhere. Like I'll start working on a project and I will never have known this thing existed and then I'll be driving down and, and like suddenly seeing it everywhere. And it's it's because of, you know, opening up your, your your brain to being perceptive of that thing. So I think because she got to that point of like, I just need someone, like I need a sign, I need something to help me. She like gave herself permission to see Zaf that way, especially after like rescue like after after they had all these interactions every day and she admits you know herself that she is like shutting people out she doesn't want to see people but as soon as it's like oh this is uh, this is the thing that i want it's kind of like oh camila what is this thing um and then i think her practice (laughs) i think it's sweet i think you know a lot of us are trying to find ways to like keep our families with us in our everyday life and, and keep our ancestors with us. And, um, you know, belief and religion and all of these things form such a big part in one way or another, either through presence or absence when we're getting older, that getting to an age where you can kind of craft it to be what you need it to be. I think there's a lot of value in that. So I think, you know, she might not have been super confident in what she was doing but even just being able to have these like rituals for herself because that's you know that's kind of how i am with some stuff like i do buy like crystals and i have a sage and i have you know my little things that i do for myself and it's like it makes it almost feel like i i have some sort of say or power over whatever is happening around me and trying to have that sort of power even if it's just a little bit that just like makes a big difference in how I approach my day so I, I feel like that's kind of similar to how she acts in in the story too that's cool I didn't think of it that way I mean I guess I did but I like that I like
0: what you said about she just kind of like manifested it the secret style. <laughs> manifested <laughs> it and then it just it exactly. Better for her. What
2: do
1: you
0: what do you think, Drea?
2: I agree with Tashai. I think that her rituals were this like really nice form of self-care. Mm-hmm. Um that you know, she did to to feel good and also to bond with her friend, um, and just feel like she's reaching out to family. Um, and she admits it, right? She she herself says like This is kind of throwing things together, you know. Um, So I don't think she's really trying to be um, super authentic and and, and, in her practice or follow some kind of like rules or anything. She's just kind of doing what feels right. And and I do agree with Tashai that, you know, she the 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 asking for a fuck buddy then gave her permission to. Then recognize a fuck buddy. You know what I mean? Because she had already said, "Oh, I think he's super hot." Like mm-hmm. she has said it a bunch of times. You know, to her friend, like, "Oh, yeah, this is a super hot security guard," but she was like, "No, no, 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 I cannot, I cannot." And then when he rescues her, sign is this a sign? You know, what I mean, the same way that like you would read a horoscope that says like, "Take a chance on on a new," you know path to love and then someone I invites you to a club and you're like, should I say yes? Is this what my horoscope meant? Mm-hmm. You know? So, so I saw it kind of similarly, but also the coincidence that he is someone that she was attracted to, but they had never actually touched. And so I think the fact that she got put into the situation where he took like physical chemistry, then she was like, Oh shit. Like now he's not just eye candy, now he's someone that she can legit picture herself having sex with. Um, and so I think that went a long way too. I think if it had been a hint, um, she might not have listened to it the way she did uh, in this case.
0: Um, so cool, I wow, I really like both of those perspectives. I don't wanna say that I didn't think about that, but I guess I, my answer would be yes, the statue definitely sent it, sent back (laughs) to her Um, and in the movie of my mind, right, when the movie is over and then they they pan into like the apartment with all of her plants and then her altar is there, the statue gets like a, you know, (laughs) and it went, you know, and that's, you know, it was grandma all along. but you know, I I I think that you know both can exist. I just, you know me. I'm a fantasy reader. My favorite thing about Hibbert's writing is her really sharp humor and wit. And then she kind of like imbues and well, infuses her characters with it so that they just feel real. Like I can picture people saying this. So my questions are: Did you find the book funny? Because I found it really funny. And do you think? that you can achieve like Danny Zaf levels of, I said verbal intercourse because they flirt and they like zing each other a lot. And whenever I read scenes like that, I'm like, dang it. Like I could never, (laughs) I am not that good (laughs) at, you know, coming up with things on the spot. I'm the kind of person that uh, if I'm trying to flirt I have to make sure not to try too hard because I'll make an ass of myself. But also, I will, after whatever interaction I'm having, I will go to my house. On the drive home, I will cringe because I'm like, oh, I could have said that. Oh, would didn't I say that? Or I'll get in the shower and I'll be like, oh, you know, those moments when you just have to yourself. So, yeah. Did you think the book was funny? Uh, you know, and do, do you think that you can go toe to toe with Danny and Zaff,
1: either or? I I thought the book is really funny. Like I laughed out loud a few times and would interrupt whatever I was doing to be like, oh my God, wait, let me redo this paragraph. (laughs) And every time I was like, okay, wait, hold on. So let me set the scene. Um, But yeah, I thought the book was really funny. I think she has a very, like very natural way of making conversations seem as if you were like listening in on people talking, which is like, it's rare. It's it's rare to read dialogue that feels natural. That doesn't feel like it's setting up the story. Instead, it feels like it is just like part of the conversation that she happens to listen in on. So I thought, I thought it was really funny, I do like it. And then, girl, you know I'm a flirt. You know I would, please, ah! I would have like, I'm, I'm fast. I'm you fast are. Oh, are. Texting. I've like,
0: yes, you are. I remember I've had you kind of like me. like, okay, what do I say? And then you okay. give me the answer and I'm like, ah, oh, that's so
1: smart. Why did I think of that? I'm terrible at that. I've done that with so many friends. I've done that like with my, my family members who've been flirting. I've helped guy friends. I'm just like, Like my body is built for this. I'm like,
0: (laughs) this is one of your (laughs) 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 superpowers. And so now she's recording here. (laughs) So um, now that we've talked about, I'm sorry, what was that?
1: I just want to let it be known. Over the knee socks are one of the most like sexy things that you could wear. Regardless of what outfit you're pairing them with. So, like, thanks. This is like the best flirter. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay. So, now that we
0: have flirted our way through that question, let's move on to the next one. See, terrible game. I can't, whatever. (laughs) Um, All right. So, it goes back to what Tashai had said earlier when we were giving our overall impressions. something about not being able to connect with Danny as much. So I feel like I got to know Zaf really well. Do you guys feel like we got to know Danny just as thoroughly as him? And then as a result, did we like her less because we didn't know her?
1: Okay. Like you said, we get to know Zaf a lot. And I think it's because a lot of his monologue, like internal monologue is him trying to figure out how he's reacting to things as they're happening, why he's reacting to things a certain way, what has like provoked his feelings. And because of that, we get to kind of see how the like tragedy of losing family members affected him, how the next few years went down. And so I feel like we got this pretty detailed spark notes version of what his life was throughout the book. With Danny, I think the problem is we don't find out what happened with her previous relationship until like 70% of the way through the book. When you find out what happened, it's kind of a throwaway bit of info. There's no real conversation about how she felt afterwards. Basically like she was betrayed by the person she was dating. She kind of had like changed herself to keep him around. He cheated on her. And then after that, she's like, never again. But it's it was such a, a black and white explanation about what happened that I didn't get any additional info into like the years after that, what other relationships she was in that kind of continued to foster this feeling she had. All we kept hearing in her inner monologues was her stressing out about her presentation at her job and her obsessing about him. And and now that we're talking about it, you know. I think maybe, you know, maybe that's done on purpose because Danny doesn't let herself live in her own past, doesn't let herself live in the things that hurt her. She kind of just hyper focuses on work. That's the only thing she pays attention to. And then Zap starts like intruding in her thoughts. So it's almost like our experience with Danny is the experience that everyone else has had with her. And then Zaf was able to get this like deeper experience with her. So I don't think we got to know the full Danny because I think only Zaf got to know the full Danny. And Zaf is an open book for us because he's an open book to himself. And that's my answer. <laughs> do you wanna go now? Yeah.
2: You oh, have? you already unmuted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, it didn't, the, the Danny's backstory didn't really bother me. Like I, I agree that to me, it seems kind of excessive to kind of revamp your whole idea of relationships just because of this one relationship. But I also think it's realistic because I know a lot of people who are like that and not just in relationships, but just in anything. Like they'll have one experience and then they'll just like carry that forever and not give anything or anybody else a chance because of that one like bad experience um so i thought it was pretty realistic i didn't i wanted to be like oh don't be stupid danny but like i never thought i never thought it was necessarily um like too shallow or or you know not deep enough because I, i do think that you know people are changed Um, by negative experiences in different ways. So what might not be enough to change my outlook on romance um, was clearly enough to change hers. So that didn't really bother me, honestly. I I honestly, I didn't even think about it. Like at no point was I like, oh, am I getting to know Danny as well as I am Saf? Because I feel like in a lot of romance novels that I've read, I don't necessarily get that like super super deep backstory because the focus is more on the now and the romance rather than this particular character's like development throughout their life kind of thing. So maybe my expectations are different for romance, um, but it wasn't something that I really thought about or that really bothered me. I mean, I I thought she was cool. I would hang out with her. Um, we you know we'd be kind of pretty opposites, but. She's still be cool, but I still have a drink with her, Um, and I definitely like be friends with Zaf. I mean, um, I think I think Zaf would annoy me if we were friends, but only because I would see myself reflected too much in him, and I don't like being friends with people who are just like me because then it's like too much emotion, anxiety tornado. Yeah, like I can't I can't be around people who are as emotional as me because then it's like too much. Um, So I'd probably hang out with. Danny over Zaff. um but, but I like them both. And I like, I like their backstories. I, I really just overall enjoyed this romance a lot.
0: Um, so the reason I was asking was because I I personally felt like there was an imbalance. And this is one of those occasions where I will have to. I will have to call upon the first book of the series because I know that she knows how to do it. I wanted more details on this really, really important aspect of Danny's life. So she's always in the library. So even if I'm in her head, I should still know what books she's like, possibly pulling from the library. What uh, The only thing I see is like that she's was like, um, has like a wall of sticky notes and she's like always doing research and she's always falling asleep and she's always this and she, and, and when it comes time to the symposium like the, i was really disappointed that there was no like clip of it that I there mean, was okay. no conversation between her and okay uh, and so i feel like i feel like i wanted to know because I, that's what i always say where i want more so i wanted you know. to like, go deeper into danny than as or as deep as we did with Zaf, and all because with Chloe, right? We don't just hear her talking about her disability. We see her doing it as well. We see her like, you know, dealing with it. And when she has like these adventures with Red, they, they really come up a lot. It's something that they talk about a lot in detail. They go through it. And so I feel like I know Chloe inside and out. Whereas I just know that Danny's a, workaholic, holic workaholic. And yes, she's interested in intense intersectionality. And yes, she was doing the symposium, but I feel like it was kind of breezed over. And I really wanted to, I really wanted that. I don't feel like I got to the core at the end of the book. I don't feel like I really got to the core of who Danny was as well as I did with Saf. I felt like I knew him and his family and what he was about really well not necessarily in the same way. And that's not to say that I didn't get to know her at all, but I would say I felt a little, without that, it felt a little superficial to me. It it lacked that like verisimilitude, you know, that um, not that we did see her give class, but you know, it was just, it was just those little things that I felt it lacked for me to really connect with Danny. And so there were some points where I felt like, okay, do I like her? Like I felt that way because She's really witty, she's really sassy, but I was like, okay, is there more here? Or like, what what else is going on here? And I don't feel like I ever got the answer to that. So I'm open to rebuttals now. I just wanted to put it all out there.
2: No, you can't with the with the clip of the symposium because I think I understand her not going more into specific about her work necessarily because a lot of the times when she's talking to Zaf or other people, her assumption is they don't care about this and they're not interested. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why she wouldn't really talk about it in mm-hmm. detail. Um, and and really I can understand why she wouldn't necessarily talk about it to herself, because that's not how like, it, like my inner monologue works. So I wouldn't necessarily expect it, mm-hmm. but you're right. There is absolutely no reason why we shouldn't have got, because we got a clip of her in the classroom. So there's no reason why we shouldn't have gotten a clip of her finally like yeah. showing off at the symposium and debating with these other people. Yeah,
0: and, and Zaf, we get to see Zaf in action too. So yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Tosh? I see you shaking your head over there. I just I need to know what's going on. Because
1: because I feel like as soon as you enter the, the realm of then showing what her research and all that stuff is is based on that's all shit that's gonna get copywritten. Like you can't build an argument for a story that's like realistic enough sounding to be happening in a symposium where people who are studying this in their career discuss it without the author then having to do her own shit ton of research so she's not putting her foot in her mouth
0: like well I mean I agree but it's not it's one thing to like literally write it word for word and like present thesis and another thing is like they didn't even react to well I love what you said about to Shy's literal analysis of copywriting in novels.
2: That's, I can say that. Yeah, there I, was
0: no, there was
2: no. Because I don't think, I don't think it was ever like, I understand what you're saying and mm-hmm. I wish we had seen it, but I think like in the purpose of the symposium was more just to show, A, you worked hard and then actually did really great. You were super anxious, but look, things turned out okay. And hey, your boo was here and was supportive. <laughs> And this person you admire gave you permission to go fuck your boo. <laughs> <Like> that was- <laughs> that's what I think the whole symposium was about. Was like, <laughs> like that was why that happened. Someone
1: <laughs> who's so fixated on like her career, 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 career. This is who I'm going to be. Like, that's what my goal is to have that person be like, you're going really hard right now. And like, <laughs> you need to take a step back. You don't look like you've been sleeping. You should do something you enjoy. Yeah, I, I, I felt a little, felt a little deflated. Joy.
0: Yeah, I felt a, a little bit <laughs> yeah. that there wasn't more about that because there was, like, there was the build up to this, the sex, right? But for her, for Danny, the build up, the biggest build up, aside from that, was the symposium. So I, I just felt like a little, the wind was let out of my sails a little bit because I was expecting, you know, at least anything, and I didn't really get anything. So I just, that's why, that's why I was feeling that type of way about that.
1: I mean, I think I would also probably say that her work isn't the main thing she has to work through to be able to make the relationship, like, work, like, to to be able to resolve the main relationship conflict. Like, Zaf already worked through his stuff, so we heard about it, we knew that was going on, but we also don't experience staff necessarily talking that much about rugby like we don't hear him talking to the kids about how to deal with their anxiety like it doesn't dive in you know it's happening because his is i think easier to talk around like rugby practice like huh these are two kids that i talk about like they used to be really bad last year but they're much better now like i think it's easier to offhandedly kind of sprinkle that on whereas her stuff is like very complicated Mm -hmm. like
0: yeah, like everyone can maybe talk about anxiety or a moment where they had anxiety, but may- not everyone can w- intelligently speak to, but I don't think that Tali Hibbert is not intelligent enough to. So oh, I- oh <laughs>
2: It makes sense what Tashai said, cause I haven't read Chloe Brown, but it seems like her disability is a big hurdle to her like finding this love or accepting this love, right? Whereas you're right Tashai, like, um, Danny's work is not a hurdle really to her relationship. It's her commitment issues and, and acceptance of, of love. Mm. So yeah I mean like I said I don't think it's like a deal breaker but now that you bring it up I'm like oh yeah it would have been nice but like in the moment I didn't I didn't think like it's a quibble it's a a little thing
0: so I wanted to also like I had asked by sexual book nerd that I know she loved this book she's a friend uh, mutual on Instagram
2: and you should follow her if you don't because her stories are hilarious and all she does is talk about sex scenes in books and I'm not even into sex scenes in books that's like my least favorite part of romance but I love everything that she talks about. And I really want her to write that book that she pretended like she was gonna write about a man who turned into a lobster, like a werewolf book, <laughs> but like a lobster book. because yeah, it was like in Maine <laughs> or something. I would read that. I'm just so saying, funny. I'm putting it out there. I would read the lobster book.
0: <laughs> All right, so I had asked her, I said, hey, we're discussing um, Danny Brown. I know you're a fan. So like, do you have any questions or anything like, you you know, that you wanna bring up? And she sent me this. So it was, it's a little long, but I'll just try to move through it quickly. Uh, she says doo, 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 the one thing that stuck out to me on my reread was how incredible Danny Brown the character is. So she felt like you know, she was incredible and full full fully fledged just so inspired this question because I didn't feel like she was fully fledged, but maybe I'm wrong. Danny Brown, uh, like the first read, I was a big swoon Zaf, I was like big swoon for Zaf, because he's amazing. But also, like Danny is really carving out a space for herself and finding meaning in a world that makes those things really hard. She mentions in the book that there are only 30 black professors or black female professors, I forget, in the entire country, and yet she has laid out a plan to get tenure. And she is finding her spirituality, even though her Nana didn't really leave her with the tools to do so. And she uses crystals, even though she knows other people think they're silly. And she's unapologetically queer. Like, I don't know, in a world that is so unkind, she is just herself. And that's something that I've been thinking about. How do we find meaning and beauty in a world that values consumption and conformity? And I think Danny is such a good example of how to do that. Oh, also, how amazing it, is it that she has a tattoo on her ass that says bite me. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, bisexual book nerd, for that um, you know, that little blurb, not blurb, but your little bubble of thought there. Yes. Um I, I, I agree. I, I read that and was like, do I feel the same way about Danny? And that's that's what brought about the question for me, really. But I do think that Danny is an amazing character. Like I said, black, bisexual witchy woman that I would absolutely be too terrified to speak to, but would you know dream about talking. I would sign up for a class just to have her like insult me. And I would sit there with nothing else to say because
2: I'm just not strong. Then you would like get home and you would text us and be like, what? why am I not smart enough to win her over? I turned in this essay and she only gave me an A minus and this means she hates me. Not <laughs>
0: it. Okay. So unless there's anything else else to add, I will move on to my next question.
2: No, I will, I, we didn't, I, I would just say that we didn't talk about the whole um, professorship thing, but um, she's right. And even, even though in the U.S. there are more um, women of color who are professors, there's, there's still not a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about, you know, us as like Latinx women, the amount of Latinx professors is like, tiny, 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 tiny. Um, so you're right. It is. I, I did think it was very cool to see someone pursuing that and and to have this plan laid out. So anyway, that I really, funny. I really admired her for just knowing what she wanted so firmly. <laughs> uh ditto on that like i <laughs>
1: every couple of months i have like my my nervous breakdown of like is this job what i want to be doing in 10 years and if it's not then like what the fuck is it but i have so much debt that if i don't do this job then like oh, what else am i gonna do oh, like nothing pays like this and like got, uh spirals spirals yes i, I did a really like snack Mm-hmm. Feel better.
0: I agree that, yeah, I admired Danny's like tenacity and clearness of purpose. And <laughs> even if it's in a book, it was still good to it was good to see someone yeah. clear when sometimes things just aren't as clear.
1: Yeah, um, I anyway. would also definitely take her class. Like I, I would have gone to that symposium too. Yes, like, as, as they were talking, it was. I wanted me. to go to that symposium. Yeah. <laughs> As even, even, like, the topic of her research, like, all that stuff is, like, like, I remember going to my fancy classes in New York, and the first, like, month, I just felt like such an idiot, because I did not understand what any of these words were, and to, like, see her as a character, just be like, it's like Zap says, where he's, like, in awe of her ability to just mm-hmm. treat these as topics, and not as these boulders of knowledge, so she's just like bah, 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 bah. yeah, and then this and this and this and this. And he's just like, oh, she's so smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we all were just like, well, wow, well, wow. Well. All right. So um, let's see. My next question is a spicy question. How did you feel? So, like I had said before, Danny, black bisexual witch. So the middle part, bisexual. How did you guys feel about the bisexual representation in this book? Um and I'll 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 start off by saying that I don't even know what I'm trying to say. That yes, bisexual women have relationships with men. <laughs> um, but as as a as a queer woman, I felt like the fact that she was bisexual was a big draw. Like I know that it came out a lot, and it even is in the in the back of the on the book in the description um but I don't know if I like really felt that queerness as much as I as I thought I would I know that Zaf is the main interest right and he is a man um but I just wonder and it's one of those things like if I take the fact that Danny is bisexual out of the book does anything change in the book does anything have to change and I just I kind of struggled with it I, I I remember bringing it up to Andrea when I saw the next book come out, the title, and I was a little disappointed because I thought that we were kind of going queer and queerer into the series, but it looks like from the, the, uh, from the <clears throat> cover reveal in the description that, you know, that Evie's gonna end up with a man as well. And that's fine. Again, bisexual women are attracted to women and men, and they can only have relationships with men and still be bisexual. But I don't know why I felt like I personally felt like the bisexual rep in this book was kind of like that I woke up afuera almost and 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 that's and that's it. And I don't know, it wasn't enough for me to feel like really proud. <laughs> does that make sense? To feel like, oh, I'm represented, or I, I feel this so hard. Um she does have like kind of like a strifey relationship with her ex whoever she was hooking up with before who was the other woman that she mm-hmm. yeah who was the other woman that she's you know that she had that sexual relationship with and it didn't work out and you know they kind of like mend fences or whatever mm-hmm. and that's it you know it just wasn't very apparent to me in danny's case or it just didn't come across to me like a really strong by rep and i don't know if i, I was I don't know, I don't know. Help, (laughs) that's my question. How do you feel about the bisexual representation? Help me understand my feelings, please.
2: (laughs) I didn't have a problem with it. Me either. Well, I mean, it it didn't feel inauthentic to me either. It, like, I saw it more as like, oh, you know what? Danny has commitment problems no matter who it is, as opposed to like, a man hurt me once and now I have a thing against men like no in her case it was a man hurt me once and now I will never love again no matter who Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of how I saw it I it really didn't affect me any sort of way I thought she was very nonchalant about it and I feel like that's the way I personally am too Mm -hmm. like I I've dated multiple genders and multiple types of relationships um and it doesn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I would act queer, and mm-hmm. I don't know how Danny would act queerer. Mm-hmm. So, like to me, it wasn't really an issue. Got it. Okay.
0: What about you, Tosh? What do you think?
1: Um, I I think because we are dropped into the story where she's already dealt with her past relationship by ignoring it then there's no opportunity for us to learn any more about her what her queer experience or bisexual experience is because all of her attention right now is focused on either mm-hmm. her work or ZAF. And it'd be probably a different story if like after they're in a relationship together, maybe we catch them at a bar and she like is checking girls out and is telling him what her type is, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is like filling him in on like what her taste in women is it'd be different if we had caught her earlier on in the breakdown of her relationship with joe because then we would have at least gotten to see what her experience was like in this relationship but i think it's just we got dropped in this like male focused like she's using her all of her senses are focused on like the overwhelming manliness of Zath's like mm-hmm. testosterone fueled existence and his thick, thick thighs. And so <laughs> I think I think he is just this like ball of lust that all other perception is kind of knocked out of the window. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if we had caught her in between a bigger gap of like the end of her relationship and her meeting Zaph and like getting the sign, like we caught her right as she's asking for a sign to like fuck mm-hmm. someone. And, and she imprints, she imprints on Zap! Everything zeroes in! You imprinted on my baby?! <laughs> everything, everything zeroes in, you nicknamed her after the Loch Ness Monster! Like, it zeroes in on, on Zap, and so, and so we just lost it. I think we just lost out, like, we missed out on being able to see that experience, because, like, as a person who is attracted to basically everyone, um, like I'm in a happy committed relationship, and trust me, I see <laughs> attractiveness. I'm in Instagram DMing him like, oh my god, like fuck the lady I send you guys who does the like sword fruit cutting in her backyard, like the Samurai one. Oh my god, Samurai. samurai. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, like hey, respectfully, we are-, <laughs> <laughs> we are all respectfully gay as fuck. Okay. But that's not the chapter we got dropped in on. We got yeah. dropped in on her being like, ooh that dick. And like that's what she cares about. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I, I, I just would, yeah. I would read a single Danny book. Like like I wanna see how she plays this game. I wanna see her play mm-hmm. the field. I wanna see her like mm-hmm.
0: Me too. And I, I, I guess I guess I, I wish I, I could have seen that too. But Okay, so, I yeah, you're right. We did get dropped off, dropped in a chapter of her life where it was just Zavdick, and that's okay. And that doesn't make her any less bisexual. I just kind of, I don't know. I just was like, okay, like, why are we saying, why are we just saying it? Like, we're saying yeah. it just to say it? Like, what is the, what's the, you know what I mean? I was just like, why is this such a sticking point in the description of the book? And this, so I guess it's just representation. Boom, and this is a bisexual woman in a, Relationship with a cis man, boom, we're done. Cis yeah. man, right? Um,
1: don't so worry, okay. Chris. Whenever I have my 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 wedding, it'll be very gay. You'll just you'll get all the representation. It'll be all over the place. Y'all are having a good- as heck?
0: I'm <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. So on um, lighter fare, don't be reading my questions while you're here.
2: I'm I can not even read that. <gasps> for you. She's cheating,
0: me, see. Uh, so Zephyr has good reasons, valid reasons to read romance. And I pulled a quote because I thought it was so sweet. I was like, oh my God, adorable. At the time, it was romance novels that reminded me. Since you've never read one, he's talking to Danny. Um, That probably sounds weird, but it's all about emotion, Dan. Just the whole thing, the whole story, the whole point. Just book after book about people facing their issues head on and handling it and never ever failing, at least not for good. I felt like my world had already ended unhappily but every book I read about someone who'd been through the worst and found happiness anyway seemed to say the opposite. Like my story didn't need to be over if I didn't want it to. Like if I could just be strong enough to reclaim my emotions and to work through them, maybe I'd be okay again. That's kind of what inspired me to uh, keep going, to make good choices even when feeling better seemed impossible. (laughs) Sorry, I'm gonna read it and... (laughs) So okay, so my question is I was like, insert emotion quote here. So I guess it's a really actually it's a really broad question. And we've been reading romance together for a while. And I just kind of want to know what do you get out of reading romance? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so romance is not my thing, and and even 58 slash 59 episodes later, it is still not my thing but i do think it has taught me more about why it isn't and is my thing like i've discovered like even though romance will never be my preferred genre i have over the past few years discovered what i like more in my romance and like what kind of characters I am into emotionally I mm-hmm. guess or, or which ones I could see myself pursuing um, in which things are like complete like no-nos huge like turn-offs um, so that's been interesting for me to think about just like like now if you asked me Oh, Andrea, what's your favorite like romance trope, or like what kind of romances do you like? Like, I would be able to give you an answer. It comes from the apocalypse. <laughs> Whereas before, <laughs> um, I would have said like romance, what? Ew, nothing. Yeah. But now I could like pick through it. So that's personally that that's been kind of cool. But then, kind of on a on a deeper note, I think when I do choose romance for myself, um, I do pick queer romance specifically more than any other kind just because it is cool to be able to like explore that I guess um I never read queer well I barely read queer books growing up period because I just didn't have any but I definitely didn't read any queer romance and I think that's why one of the reasons why it took me so long to even like realize like my identity but even when i was dating people who weren't men i still wasn't reading about it either so i think that that's been like a very recent thing um and so i've been reading it both in like adult romance, but also like YA romance, and um, it's just been like a nice thing to explore because it's something that I feel like I kind of missed out on on being able to see that in books, you know, because I've always been such an avid reader, but mm-hmm. I I never really got to read that. So that's something that I personally search for too.
0: Nice. What about you, Tosh? We'll put A little temperature on your romance?
2: <laughs> <what's> on you. <laughs>
1: um. I think romance is just a different way for me to kind of put a pause on like everything bad that is happening and you know like like Zaf's character says you know there's like a guarantee of happiness in in a lot of these books despite going through hardships and despite whatever difficulties the characters go through. And, you know, um, it's funny because when I read middle grade books, they're always so much more heartbreaking than any adult romances that I read because it's almost like the lessons are backwards right so or not backwards the lessons are appropriate per group so with a lot of the middle grade YA books it's like life can be great but sometimes terrible things happen and with romance books a lot of the times it's terrible things happen but life is still good and it's still worth living and so a lot of this, I'm sorry I don't know if I'm being choosy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so like a lot of times it's lighthearted and it's funny and it's jokey but like you know at least real talk like I didn't ever think I was necessarily gonna find someone who would like love me and so I got into reading like fanfic and books and fantasy when I was younger because like everyone at least got what they had hoped to get in those books at one point or another like even if it's not 100% what they wanted, it's what they needed. And so as I've gotten older with these books, it's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't necessarily know if I'm ever going to get all the stuff that I think I want. But at least when I'm reading these kinds of books, I know that, like, they're going to find what's going to help them the most. And what's actually going to, like, bring them happiness. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a mixture of things. I need something to help me recover from freaking King of the Firefly. King of the Dragon. <laughs>
2: This is like, uh, okay. Like, I'll be sorry for choosing. Don't be sorry. Like, it was good. It was good. Deep, no, and emotionally it was... complex middle no. grade books. No, I will not, not apologize. this. It's not I just. Don't, I don't think it's middle grade. It should call this. I
0: will not call this for choosing deep and emotionally complex. No, and I like that. I like that Zaf has uh, loves reading romance, and I like his reasons for it. And so, I just kind of wanted to know, aside from book club, you know, why why have we stuck out for so long, right? What was What's the reason, and what have you gotten out of it? It's nice. I was just checking checking the oil of the pulse. That's all I was doing. So it's, um,
1: it's still beating. That's good.
0: I mean, it's still beating.
1: I've I read a lot more romance now because of this book club, but I've read romance before. <laughs> like it's a, it's a genre I know. I can count on when I want something that's going to be, like, like, there's some movies that I'm not going to watch because I know it's not going to be a happy ending. And if I'm not in that headspace, like, I'd rather distract myself and, like, have a guarantee. Sorry
2: for the octopus
0: to shy. <laughs> <laughs> Our dream. Did I tell you, Tosh, that I dreamt that something happened to Lila's arm and then she grew a tiny arm? Oh, <laughs> It was not good. I was hysterically crying when it happened.
2: Um, For those who don't know what we're talking about, I recently, we have movie nights sometimes, and I picked the last time, which means, of course, I-
0: We uh, all (laughs) cried.
2: There's a movie about an octopus, and, you know, (laughs) octopuses don't live forever. (laughs) Listen! (laughs) Um, I, I think we should wrap
0: this up. Uh, and so my last question or my last request is, if you were to be in a Brown Sister type novel, what would be the title? So just for example, so blank, 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 Cristina Canales, or blank, 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 Andrea, blank, 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 blank So, and, and try, if you want, you can try to base it on a, like a positive, like a positive. I think you should try to, try to base it on a positive romantic note. Um, but what would your Brown Sister title be?
2: I can go first. Tashai is ready. You're already laughing
1: at her title. Okay, so I had an idea for one, and then I had another idea for another one that I thought would be funny. But, okay, if I'm going on, like, a positive, like, spin on whatever, it'd be, like, um, take a bite, to (laughs) Shai (laughs) Gonzalez. And it would be, like, a chef. Like, I would be in some sort of relationship (laughs) with, like, a a chef. But, if it's a book about me, like needing to get my shit together to be able to find love appropriately, it would be "Calm Your Tits" to Shy Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, so good, so good. They're both
0: so good. I'm mad. I'm <laughs> I would, I would. I hope maybe it's a double. Maybe it's maybe the first. It's like Bridget Jones. It's like two books. So maybe the first one is. Take a bite, and the next one is calm your tits. She's already in the relationship, and at to calm <laughs> down about what the relationship is.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> Forget.
0: Okay, do you want to go next?
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, mine would be wait it out, <laughs> Andrea, <laughs> 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 um, because uh, very often in my life. <laughs> i am um, i have only achieved relationships by by literally just 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 waiting the, per- the person out. Um, Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, break that, you. I'm that person who i just, must break you who just yeah, yeah i i break them i team them over over time <laughs> Ay, Dios mío, that was perfect. Well, mine's
0: lame, but I mean, I guess you would already know that because you know that I'm a lame person. I jack. so mine is get over it, Chris. And that's because <laughs> oh. how hard or or no matter how good or bad, I always hang on, like or big or small, I will always hang on to the things that have like really deeply affected me. And so <laughs> I think that like the best times the, the best time ta- the best times I've had romantically have been times where I've let go of you know like dumb things that were holding me back and like open myself up to something new so that would be mine mine would be get over it chris
1: okay okay i'm gonna pitch my idea for your book title christina okay (laughs)
0: i'm scared i'm
1: scared it's gonna be real build a bridge christina canales so constructive (laughs) build a
0: bridge Wait it out, build a bridge, take a bite, cummer tits.
1: <laughs> okay, and then my take on Andrea's book would be um, hit the snooze, Andrea Arango. Oh.
2: <laughs> I love it. I wish I had. You know what? Por eso que por que writes um, marketing my ads, ads, ads. And, and we don't Absolutely love it. Love it. That's why we don't.
0: That's why I just answer phones. <laughs> yeah Um, okay so that was that was cool i'm glad you guys i'm glad you guys i know i told you to kind of like think about it but it was beyond my expectations Uh, so yeah that's our hangout for um take a hint danny brown i hope that you enjoyed it and you stuck through it um if you have any other like if you wanted us to maybe discuss something else you can feel free to write a comment on our instagram or a comment on uh the youtube video uh, or send us a DM, just reach out and uh, do my best to answer. Or maybe we'll get together for a uh, after party about um, take a hint for all the stuff that maybe we didn't get to talk about. Um, and so next month, we're moving into Q4, super exciting. Ah, but- oh, leave 2020? No, no, I can't. Uh, and so the next book is Tashai's pick, and it was because Tashai actually won this book for us in an uh, online like, Instagram giveaway. And that book is the, it's actually coming out this month, so cool. I'm going to post about it. Magic Lessons by Alice Hoffman.
1: Yeah, Brujeria,
0: Brujeria. Yeah, the prequel to Pretzel is appropriately witchy, and it's by like one of my favorite. I don't, One of my favorite authors of witchy things, because I've read a couple of her books, but also like I love practical magic. We need to have like a movie night to watch it. It says, where does the story of the Owens bloodline begin? With Maria Owens in the 1600s when she's abandoned in a snowy field in rural England as a baby. Under the care of Hannah Owens, Maria learns learns about the nameless art. Hannah recognizes that Maria has a gift and she teaches the girl all she knows. It is here that she learns her first important lesson. Always love someone who will love you back. Get a clue. Okay, um, when Maria is betrayed by the man who has declared his love for her, she follows him to Salem, Massachusetts, as one does. Here, she invokes the curse that will haunt her family. And it is here that she learns the rules of magic and the lessons she will carry with her for the rest of her life. Love is the only thing that matters. Magic Lessons is a celebration of life and love and a showcase of Alice Hoffman's masterful storytelling. I'm getting ready with my Stevie Nicks vibes.
2: I'm gonna cry so much. Um,
0: that's gonna be our next pick, and that is going to um, happen, I guess we'll record a video and release it at the end of October. I'm really excited to Um, So yeah, in the meantime, Red, register to vote don't forget to do that
1: oh um, my god yes don't forget
0: to check out, us out on our social media you can see all of our all of the stuff that we're doing in our link trees um, just follow the links there and we'll see you in October happy Latinx heritage month y'all ba, ba, ba. that's my before we went out for RBG and um Happy third anniversary to Hurricane Maria. <laughs> Lots
1: of stuff have been happening this week. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, our, uh, our timeline flashbacks next year are going to be intense.
0: Yeah, really intense. But... All right.
1: Oh, Cheers, Internet.
0: Cheers.